Hey everyone, it's Allison Jordan. We're just popping in to say we have our one day conference coming up on October 26th, 2024, and we're really excited about it. What's it called? Being a therapist in 2024, carving out a space to pause in a rapidly changing world. The day is going to be about acknowledging what it is like to be a therapist right now while learning and also connecting to other therapists. Everything you love about Edge of the Couch, but in person. And we're so excited to be meeting at the Jane headquarters in North Vancouver, not only because, as you know, we love Jane, but also because the venue space is so perfect for us. There's enough people that introverts can kind of do their own thing, you know, big enough that you can get lost in the crowd, but small enough that you can talk to every single person if you wanted to. Yeah, it's going to be a perfect mix intimate but yeah yeah it's gonna be really really great we'll also be there obviously so we'll be networking with everyone connecting with everybody welcoming you there on the day Uh, and we've said it a million times but we are so excited to meet you in person you can find tickets right now at eventbrite so you can go to eventbrite and search for edge of the couch or search for being a therapist in 2024 or you can find tickets through our link in our bio on instagram at edge of the couch pod And if you buy tickets before June 30th, we have an early bird pricing. There is a limited number of early bird tickets, though, so you might want to jump on that. As we've been planning this conference, Jordan and I have been reminiscing about attending the Evolution of Psychotherapy conference together when we were still students and how it was such a formative experience and it really cemented our friendship and we like so true. go back to that in our heads all the time yeah. and we shared such mm-hmm. special moments there. So uh, don't feel like you have to come alone, bring a friend, bring a classmate, come with your cohort. Um, we just love to see you there. See you there. This podcast is not training or supervision. This is an invitation to delve into these really big topics. When we are talking about clients, please know it is not you. It is a weaving together of stories that come up over and over again. With Edge of the Couch, we are here to create a space to delve into the topics that were either shied away from or dismissed because they were too big, too nuanced, too risky, or too uncomfortable to discuss in school or even supervision. We are two passionate therapists sharing our personal opinions about the therapeutic process. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Edge of the Couch. I am Allison McCleary. And I'm Jordan Piquel. And today we are wrapping up our first season. However, we're going to make sure to put out some small little chunks of content throughout the summer to stay connected with you. And we will be back with full episodes in August. And next Monday, we will be dropping information about an upcoming event that we are going to do in July. So be sure to check in on our Instagram page next Monday to get the full details about that upcoming event if you want to connect with us. Mm-hmm. And I want to take this time also to ask you to to rate and review us. Since being a podcast host, I've recognized how important it is. I've gone through on iTunes and rated and reviewed some of my favorite podcasts. If you have the time, please go to iTunes and rate and review us. Wherever you listen. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference to us when we see reviews and, and feedback. Thank you in advance for that. Yeah. Without further ado, <laughs> we are wrapping up the season with a very, we are calling it a Q&A mini. Bonus episode. Oh, there we go. Bonus episode. So here is what this person said. I am curious if you two talk about being proud of your clients and letting them know, hey, I am so proud of you. 
In my master's program, I remember it was a big no-no for most of the professors to do that. And then I hear Hillary McBride saying that to her clients in her podcast, Other People's Problems. I am curious what your opinion is on that and just want to know if you talk about it. I would say, well, first of all, I just get so frustrated when there are hard and fast rules about things we should say and shouldn't say. Things like asking why questions or saying I'm proud of you. In what world should that always be something that we shouldn't say? But I do remember getting taught that. I remember being told, I'm still taught, told this in practicums at school that you really shouldn't tell the client that you're, you know, cheerlead, but not too much. And so it is this thing that's still out there. Yeah. What do you think that's about? I think there's something about dependency, a worry about the client becoming dependent on praise, which I'm saying in quotes. Also like people pleasing, right? I can imagine clients start to start to cater to what they think you want them to do. Yeah, or say, yeah, sure. And then alternatively, I think another one is then maybe clients will hide from you if they're struggling or not doing well because mm-hmm. you've been like, I'm so proud of how far you've come. I'm so proud of how well you're doing. And then they're like, I'm not doing well. How do I tell her? Yeah, and one thing I think to combat that is one of the things that I say in my work consistently is that healing is not linear. There are these different layers. I think it's helpful for people to go, this is a space where I can talk about when things are hard. And I guess that's also just a a model mm-hmm. idea where I don't have this sense of I don't have this sense of like forward moving. To yes. me, I always think of the work as like deepening yes. or becoming whole. Mm. So the idea of like moving forward and oh no, I'm three steps back. That's not really how I conceptualize Agreed. Um, the work that we're doing. So But obviously, clients can take things differently than we tell them. So that's an important thing to think about. There's also something here around the idea that I'm, as a therapist, I'm only going to praise my clients or be proud of them for these like things that do look like successes when actually I feel a lot of pride when my clients like access a feeling that's hard. Yes. It's not like they have to do something to earn a cookie from me. Them just showing themselves is enough to make me go like, oh, gosh, I sure feel proud of you. Mm-hmm. The big ones are going deep, being open and staying present, being vulnerable, and then setting boundaries with me. To, mm-hmm. to me, it's like there's that nervousness about how are you going to react? And I go like, this is amazing. Yes. Like, I take this as such a good sign for yes. like, and that must have been so hard for you to do. And let's yes. let's talk about it. I can also see how tone matters it can be patronizing. <laughs> what is grounded and authentic and what feels patronizing? Yeah, you don't want it you don't want it to seem like you're like patting a small child on the forehead, being like good good for you. But I think when it feels authentic, when you actually notice, oh my god, my my chest is really swelling with this feeling of pride in this yeah. moment. I'm here yeah. with my client. It feels real, it feels charged. Why wouldn't you name yeah, the pride. But I also liked what you said earlier, and I'm, I'm excited to hear you talk about it again with the listeners, is so, things that you say, instead of using, I'm proud of you because it's just not your style as much. Tell us about that. I'm sure I've said it before, but it's not something that I would say just because it's just kind of a stylistic vocabulary yeah. thing. So I might do say something different that is coming from the same place. So like yes. you're doing you're doing big work here. Yeah. This was so much today. And mm-hmm. I see that you were present and you were in it. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be here with you. 
look at these changes. I think about when we first started meeting mm-hmm. and how different you would talk about this or or react to it or respond to it. And can you can you see that? Can you let it in? Can you feel that? And so those are similar to I'm proud of you, yeah. but are just my own way of phrasing it. Yeah. And that's, again, it's about sinking into the place that feels authentic, using words, vernacular, vocabulary, tone that is how you actually speak. Mm-hmm is going to get the message across in a way that lands, I think. Yeah. I have said that I'm proud of clients even recently. For me, because I'm proud of you does feel like it fits for me. So I might say something like, I know that you don't need this from me, or I know that you're not doing this stuff for me. Yeah. And I'm noticing like a lot of pride coming up in my chest. And so I just want to name for you that I feel really proud of you for doing that thing. I love that. Clients don't have to do stuff to please us. No, Or to earn praise. And – When I feel it, I want to name it. What I see you doing as you're saying that is you have your hand on your heart. Yes. And I can see your eyes soften and that you're feeling it versus when we think about I'm proud of you, there can be this cognitive element to it. Like I think traditionally when we think of I'm proud of you, it comes from, oh, you did that. Good job. When we're talking about I'm proud of you from this very deep feeling place. Visceral. Which to me is it's has a very different energy, and I've never had a client be like, "Don't say that to me." Um, in fact, in the most recent experience, a client said, "Actually, it means a lot for me to hear that from you." There is a moment of it landing. Yeah, like when I say, "Can you feel that?" I can see mm-hmm. them feel it, and maybe say something like, "I really appreciate you saying that." Yeah, you know that means a lot to me. Or you know, I haven't heard clients go like, "Blah." But yeah. I have clients go like, oh, I don't see that or yes. um, that's hard for me to yes. grab onto. I mean, maybe it is my phrasing and it doesn't land well, but my understanding in that moment is that maybe it's hard to hear. Yeah, when, a little too tender maybe. Yeah, it's too tender or just they don't see the growth yes. at this point. And so that's another thing when I think of saying I'm proud of you. That it's the most helpful when they're on the edge, at least, of seeing the progress. Like if yeah. they're completely disconnected from the growth and you say, I'm proud of you, they're going to go for what? Like you're yeah. praising me for this tiny thing that yeah. really isn't meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. So it's that attunement, I think, when you're saying I'm proud of you. This feels especially poignant to me where I think about the people for whom I'm feeling it and I know that sometimes the other people in their lives – don't see it, won't see it, can't Mm -hmm. see it, would never say, I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud of you for boundary setting because they're the people who are benefiting from lack of boundaries. Right. You know, when we talk about like, I'm your mother and your best friend and, Mm -hmm. you know, that we can slip into this place of restorative, emotional, interpersonal experiences that can be healing. Not Mm -hmm. because I think I'm special, but because the relationship with a client is special. And that when we say, I'm really proud of you for that, it can be like, so I've just really needed someone to say that to me and no one ever has. Yeah. And it's like having the clients back too. I think about when you're talking yeah. about boundary setting, it's big growth for them. It's a big step. It's risky. And the person that they were setting boundaries with is like angry and yeah, pushing, selfish. Pushing. Mm-hmm. And they start feeling guilty of, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then for us to reframe it, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. It was important and part of your healing and part of your growth to hold that for them so that they can go into that place versus feeling the guilt and Mm -hmm. reminding them how important that was. So sometimes I'm proud of you is reframing for them something that they feel bad about in their growth. Yeah. 
I'm just always going to be in my client's corner. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to shy away from making sure they know that. (laughs) I've got your back. I've got your back. I think a common thing that maybe people see as dependence, but I think that it can be really powerful, which is that clients will internalize our voice. Yes. Something will happen. Maybe they set that boundary and they go, that was really hard. But then I thought about what you would have said, which is that you were proud of me, like that it was a big step and that it was important. And to have you on my shoulder reminding me that, Mm -hmm. that encouragement can be internalized. And at some point they internalize it as their own voice. I can see a part of you knows this. I'm just having your back that a part of you knows how important this is. And so this is just me holding onto that for you so that you can hold onto it. Totally. It makes me think of recently I had a client say, well, I spent all day in bed because I was really struggling. And anytime that I started feeling guilty, I just imagined you being like, rest is is productivity and you need to be resting right now because something hard happened to you. And Mm -hmm. have I ever had a client that I feel became completely dependent on me? No, I never had that. And I think it's because I could see how bad therapists could take the I'm proud of you and use it as a means to co-op power from the client. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like, I'm proud of you and how strong you are and look at how much capacity you have. Well, when you say, when I say patronizing, it's putting yourself, it can be putting yourself on a pedestal depending on the way you say it. Like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I don't know. There's an energy to that. I know. Do you think you say I'm proud of you more to younger clients than older clients? No. I would say I say it equally. Yeah. I don't know what I was going with that, but. (laughs) Well, I could see how like the energy differentials and the power differentials and age and gender and all those Mm -hmm. things can play a role into like when it feels natural flowy, when it feels strange or maybe like, ooh, this is going to be charged. Right. Yeah. The power difference Mm -hmm. I think is important where I'm proud of you. And then it continues to create that power, like to reinforce a power difference versus I'm proud of you. And it's from that, you know, I and thou place of this is bringing us closer versus a pat on the head. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes have clients who they struggle to see how far they've come. Mm -hmm. And so I'll do this exercise where I'll read the notes from the first session I did with them Mm -hmm. or first or second session. It's really brilliant. I love that. This is the stuff we talked about in your like third session three years ago. And hmm, Mm -hmm. what do you think about that? And I mean, I think there are ways that we can help clients to see their growth that is not about, again, it's just not about us. It's about the client. And that relationship. Exactly. Part of it is that relationship, honoring the connection that we have. I'm proud of you. And this is the work that we've been doing together. And being able to see it. Yeah. And I can be maybe one of the unique people that's been able to witness it in all its nuance. Like me saying it is different than maybe someone else in your life saying it. They don't know the depth of how important this is and how big this is for you. Right. They haven't been on the journey Mm -hmm. and seen the internal, the battle, the work, the the coming to conclusions, the making the decisions that we get the luxury of the, you know, the absolute honor to be able to witness. There was one more thing I was thinking of around why said that this doesn't happen to me where clients they become are dependent. dependent. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah. happen. Hasn't and for me either. Happened to me. No. And I think part of it is boundaries, like therapist boundaries. Sure. Like that codependence of mm-hmm. I'm saying it because it feels good. It feels feels good when they feel good. Yes. 
booking more sessions with them, saying that they they should come more often because they're making all this progress. Like I think that there's these ways in which we can create, um, not create dependency. I, I really don't think contribute to. Yeah, and I really don't think that it happens. <laughs> like the fear of it is so. Oh my gosh, overblown. I agree. I agree. To me, I'm what I'm pointing to is therapists who are who have their own stuff that is playing out mm. with the client and are wanting to feel powerful, wanting to feel that savior, the fixer. Yeah. yeah, that's something to think about if you were saying I'm proud of you from a place that gives you more power or it yeah. comes from a cognitive place or it does feel like that pat on the head or it's not earned in that emotional sense, that visceral sense. Mm-hmm. I think I would just name it with a client if I wondered if it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like have a conversation about like what is it like for you when I say these things? Absolutely. I ask right? I ask that question just ask. Every time I say I'm something something like can you see how far you've gone or I I can see how far or this was big work. I ask them, how was that for you? Which is why I exactly. get the feedback of like this was ama- that that was really helpful because exactly. I I ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this whole like dependency thing I get, and maybe it's the types of populations that we work with too. Like, you know, we're in private practice and, you know, maybe there are layers to it. But I also think it might be a thing that's been overblown a bit mm-hmm. by people in the fields. Yeah. Who don't either don't have boundaries or the opposite, where they think that clients. So they have to be like a neutral, yes, completely yes. disconnected, white, right. blank slate. It doesn't matter if I'm proud of you or not because you're doing your own yes, work. Exactly. I'm just here to bounce off of, which, like, right. Right. The idea that that we shouldn't have any, the relational aspect should be very, very narrow. Like, I think that that's also where this rule might come in. Mm Mm-hmm. So to the question asker, thank -hmm. you so much for sending it along. Such a juicy, juicy topic. As far as I am concerned, you can absolutely say that you are proud of the client if you do it in a safe, relational, authentic way that I think you just have a felt sense of when it's good and when it's not. Like maybe you'll say, I'm proud of you and go like, that wasn't quite, that wasn't quite it. And you can assess it, right? You can yes. assess how did that land? How how does that feel? Was that the right language? Yes. Yeah. What would be your wrapping up, closing remarks to new therapists about saying, I'm proud of you to clients? I would say maybe experiment, experiment mm. with it. Maybe say practicing what feels right for you, the lang- finding the language that feels right for you, and maybe start taking risks about saying some of those things and making sure that it comes from that authentic place that you're yeah. tuning to the client. Yes. But what is it like for you to mm-hmm. maybe say these things? Because it's vulnerable for us too. It sure it is. It can be yeah. vulnerable for us too. So maybe take the risk and see what happens. Yeah. I also think there's like a tiny little bit of be- also, and this is if you've listened to our podcast, the message from a lot of it is like, just kind of also being curious and critical of where that messaging started. Mm-hmm. Who decided we can't say that we're proud mm-hmm. of clients? When did that start? Where did, you know, who, how did that get infused into the narrative of being a therapist? I'm now deciding how I want to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to the question asker. Yes. And such again, a great one. if you have other questions, send it in. Um, please. You know, it's at the end of our our season. Please rate and review if you've been listening. We would so appreciate it. Yes. And look out for the event that's coming up in July. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jordan Piquel. I'm Allison McCleary. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. 
Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at connect at edgeofthecouch.com to tell us what you think, ask a question, or let us know what type of episode you'd love to hear. You can even send us a voice note for us to play in a future episode. You can support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, sharing the show with a friend, or supporting us on Patreon. Join us next time at The Edge of the Couch. Thank you.